Well, 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 it's been a while. You've probably forgotten who we are. Don't recognise our voices? Not sure what this podcast was that just reappeared in your feed? Well, why don't I remind you, we are the common men, the average Joes, the John Doe's of sports journalism here to chat the skinny on everything that's been happening in the sporting world. And when I say we, I mean there is more than just myself in the common man brood. Joining me, as always, is the maths enthusiast himself. Welcome, Forty. Thanks, Horse. Good to be here. Finally, we are back, and uh, it's exciting. It is exciting. It's been a little while. What have you been up to in the last couple of months? I've just been focusing on um, uh, my uh, reality TV show, Maths. A uh, little uh, upset with a few people on there, but um, look, we'll leave that for another Maybe a little bit later like, in the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure we'll hear about it later in the podcast. Uh, but we do need, do need to keep moving through these intros. When it comes to friends of the common man, you couldn't find a better confidant than this guy. So much of a mate, it's embedded in his surname. Welcome, friendy. We're back, boys. We're back. The sabbatical is over and we are ready to go. I'm excited. How are you, fellas? I'm excited. I, I thought you're going to leave us hanging there for another few months. Yeah. After that intro, I was like, is he coming in? Has he heard? Had a few cricket noises. <laughs> I was hey, fine on my side. What have you been up to in this absence? A plethora of things, horse. I've been excited to... Uh, oh, look, what, I'm, what I've been so encouraged about is that people out there have been saying, where's the common man? Where's the common man podcast? <laughs> it's what gets me through the week. Now, fellas, it's good to be here. It is. And look, hey, after all that, it's great to have you here as well. Look, we've got some new stuff to talk about today, as well as some of the usual suspects. So why don't we get started? This month in sport. Welcome to this week in sport, this month in sport this who knows half a year in sport there has been so many things since last we spoke that have occurred and one of those is the afl we are five weeks in to the afl season now it is well and truly commenced and underway and at the moment the doggies and the d's sit atop the ladder undefeated they are calling it the most open premiership field in years and i know it's very early stages but I want you guys to go out on a limb. First of all, I'm going to ask you, Forty. Is the D's and the Doggies, are they going to keep it up? Or are we going to expect the uh, the old hands at this to end up there at the pointy end of the season? Who's What's going to happen? Uh, it's too early, horse. You don't win premierships in April. And uh, this has happened before. Remember last year, we had St Kilda at the top. Now... They certainly didn't finish up there. So I think the cream will rise to the top and you know, your best teams like Richmond and uh, West Coast, um, I think uh, will be up there. Geelong, Brisbane Lions are still st- sort of str- struggling a little bit lower, but they'll be up up the top, I reckon, uh, come September. So you think Geelong is actually going to be there at the top at the pointy yep. end of the season? I think once the chemistry comes together, we've got a healthy list, uh, we'll be good. we Got to remember, we were grand final runner-ups last year. So it's not like the team's completely changed. We've actually got better. We've got some more recruits. We've got Isaac Smith, Sean Higgins, Jeremy Cameron. 
you can't go we can't get worse like sure oh, so we can't get worse than second well that doesn't leave much more room does it no 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 i mean like you know oh. we, we should be still a top four team so uh, I think uh, my top four teams still is Richmond, West Coast, Brisbane, and Geelong. I think they're the top four teams, and um, that'll get worked out by the uh, by the end of the season. What about Port? Can I just jump in there, Ford? Geelong's already so worried that they're actually talking about trying to find a loophole to get Gary Ablett back into the side. What's going on with that? Oh, mate, that is clickbait city. Here we go. This Gary- is a classic West Coast supporter just trying <laughs> yeah, yeah. to throw a little lure out. Surely, surely, Friendy, you know how the media works. That was Gary Ablett spruiking his $550 bottles of Shiraz and Pinot Noir that then John Anderson just threw in a random question to try and reel him in and get something juicier for the headline because people weren't going to click on an article that said $290 for a bottle of Gary Ablett's Pinot. But well, pl- well played by the media person then. Got everyone talking. I oh, didn't get me talking. <laughs> now nah, it was nice to see Gary and Harry to the left of one of those two two great legends. Two of the great, two of the best. But what about you boys? What uh, what are your predictions? You know what? I'm going out on a limb there. I I could see the doggies in the top four, and I could see them continue mm. this whole way through the season. Certainly being a potential premiership team. Um, they've been there five years ago. They won it. They've consistently been in the finals since. And they just seem to be uh, that extra year of experience in some of those younger guys. Like the midfield is, is pretty rich there with Dunkley, McRae, the Bont, Bailey Smith. Um, up forward, you've got Aaron Norton, a key forward that, you know, we know they take time. He's got another year under his belt. He's looking pretty good. Josh Bruce has played his one good game of the season, so I'm not going to mention him so much. But I, I think there's a lot to like about the Doggies. Not yet as convinced with the Ds because they've tantalised their supporters a bit in the last few years and just haven't delivered. But I think the Doggies could be right up there. And let's be honest, Richmond, they're still the, they're still the hunted. They're the ones that can flick the switch at any point in time, I think. Yeah. What about you, Friendy? Yeah, horse. I uh, to be fair, horse. You actually called the Bulldogs last year. Mm, I did. Maybe um, I was just one year too year. early. Yeah, I think you were certainly onto something because you saw something in them that probably Ford and I didn't. And um, I agree. I think Bulldogs are primed for top four. I think they're primed to, if not contend and go close to winning it this year, they'll certainly probably pit one in the next couple of years. They are a very good side. And a great side to watch. A lot of fun to watch. I agree with Richmond. Um, I also agree agree that Demons. I think they'll make the top eight, but I don't. Yeah, I think they'll fall out of the top four. My thing is, I think we're looking at a Port Adelaide side who is very similar to what we saw in the 04 Grand Final when they finally beat Brisbane after choking for a couple of years in the previous years. They finished top of the ladder made a couple of prelims. I think this is potentially their year to actually finally get over that hump and win um, another premiership. And they love knocking off teams that have won two or three premierships as they did last time. So I think Port Adelaide, I think we write them off very easily, but they're a very good side. Watch out for them. Remarkably, I think we've all sort of gone to a few different areas there and had a few different thoughts. And I suppose that only... Um, really doubles down on what they're already saying about how open 
the premiership race is at this point in time. So we've talked about a few teams. One word though, who's your premiership favorite still 40? Who's going to win it? Oh, geez. Now that's, I think it's just, easier to pick a top four, but I, I think. No, um, just put it out there. Do it. Do it. Do it, 40. I don't want to say this team, but, but I do think Richmond will win again. They're that oh, good. Don't say that, Ford. But I'm not going to say them. You didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with, I'd love to see Brisbane win. Outside of Geelong, obviously. Yeah. Good on you. The women's team, obviously the Brisbane Lions. We should make a shout out to the uh, uh, Lions. Yep. AFLW team who won the premiership. Bit of a darky. Brisbane Lions, I think um, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Women's team and the uh, men's team winning the same year. Yep. Mm. And Andy? Don't forget, because uh, you, lo- you love your cricket for that uh, Queensland just won the Sheffield Shield. So the trifecta has been, could be done. That is true. Could, uh, could, could it also follow suit in the NBL, Friendy? Now we'll move on there. So, um, <laughs> I, my horse, my tip is I would love to see the Bulldogs get up and about. If my boys can't win, the West Coast can't get up, I want to see the Bulldogs get up and about. And I'd like to see a Bulldogs versus Port Adelaide grand final. There you go. And I want to see the Bulldogs break Geelong's record by how much they beat them by. Wow. Okay. Like Now we're just talking on. ridiculous. Yes. Do you know what? I actually wouldn't mind when I think theme songs that I like to hear over and over again. I don't mind the doggies theme song. I, oh, I, I used to, you know, son, you know, Sons of the West, Red, White, Blue. Love it. Like, you got a real, like, I give it some her. Yeah. But Port Adelaide song. Oh, Crimea River. Is that, is that what they're using now? The Justin Timberlake version? Yeah. yeah I could imagine Koshy. They're not. And they're exactly. all standing there before the game with, with their, their scarves. scarves. Yeah. Crimea River. <laughs> oh, they may as well do that. They will never, ever tear us apart. Dun, 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 Okay. Good, good one, guys. Good, I can, good yeah. horse. Love it. No, it's great. Port Adelaide. I love it. Uh, my team to win. <laughs> um, Forty didn't want to say it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so he just he got bullied out of saying it but i'm i'm gonna say it i reckon i'm just scared richmond are gonna go the three pete i'm sorry guys well, i did say the richmond i didn't want to say it yeah so you did but, but i did but i didn't didn't i yeah. so they're they just that good it's it's annoying and they've got, they've got a good theme song too yeah but not anymore like yeah, now it used it's to be just, a good team because they were like, like they were the doggies. They, you know, they're the they didn't win. You know, the, the, That's yeah, it. Exactly. We all like them when they didn't win. They were <laughs> the like, underdogs. Yeah, good on them. Oh, yeah. give them a go. Oh, let's let's give them a go. Let's sing the theme song with them. Red, yeah. you know, <laughs> not red. I mean, yellow, and black. <laughs> yellow and black. Hawthorne, Hawthorne. That'll never be the case with Hawthorne because they've just had too many dynasties. Hmm. <laughs> Exactly. So, but um, yeah. You'd rather Frio Hevo, would you? Uh, look, Frio's song needs a needs a bit more uh, airtime, I reckon. Maybe know? uh, maybe Frio could get Birds of Tokyo to do their version as well. What do you? A absolute game changer that was. 
<laughs> now, boys, is there a quick question? Is Port Adelaide the only team that does the old tear us apart? Is there any other clubs that do that in the AFL? I don't think so. Yeah, we have the Eagle Rock. <laughs> Doing the Eagle Rock. Hey, hey, hey. Do you, all, do you all get up and like do fake guitar, air guitar and stuff back and forth? Absolutely. With your scarves. Absolutely. With the, with the Nick Nat Nui dreadlocks um, head things that they sell at the game. So. Yeah, right. I, I was not aware of that. But I am aware of it now, and also, according to some random Reddit thread that may or may not be correct, the Swans enjoy a little bit of sweet Caroline at certain times during the match, and the Melbourne Demons like a bit of Hell's Bells pre-game. Yeah, Geelong um, don't have a song like that. I can tell you no. that much. Uh, what, what, would be, what would be the song that Geelong, if they could choose a song horse? What would be that song for you? Like thinking something that's just gonna fire up that epitomizes the Geelong football club. What would be the song? Oh, I know I'm putting it, you on the spot here. I'm thinking it'd be a bit of Tom Jones. Would it be like, <laughs> What's up, pussycat? Whoa, 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 what's up, pussycat? <laughs> and what are we doing? Like, we're like, you know, uh, putting our hands up. Like, what are, like... No, we're like confused. What's up? <laughs> we're putting our hands together. I don't Just know. Like the emoji, back and the forth. emoji yeah. with the hands on either side. Exactly. Yeah. And then we... <laughs> imagine how motivating that would be for the guys as they're lining up before the it's game like... and everyone's going, What's up, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Because we don't know what yeah. side's going to show up. That's, exactly. Like, are we going to win? I don't know. I don't know. What's wrong? <laughs> so inspiring. That yeah. So, in, we so inspiring. We have petition this. We're going to get that happening. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure all the cat supporters that get behind that. Would you ever thought in a million years that an SMS or a phone call would cost you 20 grand? Mm, oh, good, good call. Good call, friendy. What would... So, where what happened? So so uh, the Goey and um, who's the other bloke? The Goey with tats on Jeremy Howe. Tats all over him in a Collingwood team narrows it down to forty eight. Um, who this, else? This guy has his teeth, Jeremy Howe. Jeremy Howe, yeah. So they're in the change room now. From what I understand, they both got their phones out and made a call, which I believe was for the right reasons, just to inform their family that they were all okay. They were just going to go get tests or whatever. But because of the protocols and the strict protocols, you can't have your phones in the change rooms. They've been whacked with a 20 grand fine. Now, here's, here's what I find interesting. I've been told that Nick Maxwell wasn't able to get to the game because he was in Queensland, I believe, for the women's, something to do with the women's game, maybe. Correct me if I'm wrong. And he couldn't fly to Perth because he, he um, because of the quarantine issues, because um, Queensland are locked out from Perth. And because of that, he's the guy that generally looks after all the phones. And because he wasn't able, to, he wasn't able to be there. Obviously, he didn't hand on that duty to someone else. And they've been stitched up. Yeah, because I know that um, I'm a grown man, and if there was like a rule that I'd followed for the last ever, however many years, and then there wasn't mm. another grown man there to tell me, "Mate, don't pick your mm. phone up," it's not my fault that I broke the rule. It's his fault well, for not being there and not telling me. Often in this podcast recording horse, you are normally the person that looks after our phones. And yeah, if you I weren't am. here, I I would probably struggle. To, you would to you would go pick it up and you would start scrolling as well. I know. So mm. yeah, no. Let's let's blame it on Maxi. The other thing that I heard is um, 
maybe they were um, the dog, the dog bit them or something, and they were what they were skateboarding and they had an accident. Like, come on, Collingwood, you are full of excuses. You broke the rules. You didn't realize it was on being recorded on camera. Eh, suck it up. It happened. Boom. Horstead's hammer right there. Indeed. It, it is Horstead's is hammer. It's time to bring back Eddie. Maybe it's, time, maybe it's time to bring back Eddie McGuire. Nah, no. Eddie McGuire is the reason why things like this happen. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. You've, right. you've heard my harsh opinion on those Collingwood guys. This time, though, we're going to throw to 40 with the NBA. What's going on? Well, there's a lot going on. We've had so much happen since our last podcast. We've obviously had the trade deadline uh, be, we've sort of moved through that and there was ridiculous amounts of trades. But we thought maybe let's not focus too much on that because there's too much to talk about in regards to trades and players, obviously, at so many different teams now. But I thought one player would be good to highlight. And um, this person, we would rate as, well, he's proven he's the best shooter that's ever played the game, Steph Curry. He's on an absolute tear. And it begs the question, obviously, talking about who the MVP conversation. There's a few names obviously being thrown around with uh, Jokic, Embiid, uh, and Curry, I think, deserves certainly to be in that conversation. He currently is now the leading leading scorer for the season. And just to give you a quick breakdown, he's averaging 31.4 points per game. He's just overtaken uh, Bradley Beal. He's averaging as well five and a half boards, almost six assists a game, 1.2 steals. He's shooting almost 50% from the field, which is crazy for a guard. And he's shooting obviously at 92% from the free throw from six attempts. He is just playing out of this world in the last month he's averaging seven three-pointers a game in the last week he's averaging nine it's just he's playing out of this world but in saying that my pick still for the mvp race is the big serbian fella nikola jokic might be a little bit left field but what are your thoughts boys do you agree do you disagree who is in the mvp race to win well, I think you make I think you make a very valid point there. Um, Jokic has been there the whole season. Uh, he hasn't had time off. He hasn't missed games. You know, Curry had he's broken butt for a few weeks there. Um, everyone else, LeBron's out because he's now injured. He's not going to win it. Harden's missed yeah. games through injury. Durant has most of his season now after a good start. You know, mm. it really is those guys that you've pointed out and Jokic is the man to catch. I mean, even, even uh, the other night when um, Curry lit it up for 49 points and, you know, pulled out the win against the 76ers mm. over in the West at the same time, there's Jokic going 47 and 15 and yeah. eight, I think like, so it's just, he's not as sexy as Curry. I think is the, is the reason why Curry's now like, and don't get me wrong. Cause he, Curry is, he's up there as my favorite player in the NBA. Um, he is so fun to watch. And we've talked about this before. I mean, Curry, he's averaging like 41 points per game in his last 11 or 12 games. Even this stat of 
um, he's had 21 games where he's hit 10 or more threes. He's had six games where he's hit, hit 10 or more threes mm. this season. And the closest is clay with five, like he's 16 ahead of him. And that's in the history of the game. Yeah. Like the man of 10 point, three points. Yeah, absolutely. They're ridiculous stats. He's, he's been going at 50, 50, 90 in those last 12 yep. games as well. Field goal three and free throw, like things that we'll never see mm. before. But through all of that, I don't think his his team's won enough games, and that's where Jokic is going to no. have have it. Exactly, it always favors the teams at the top that are probably going to be more towards the finals. But just to add to your stat, he's Curry's average, averaging forty points per game in the last month. That is insane. Yeah, um, Friendy, what what are your thoughts? Well, well, here's the thing, like I really struggle with the MVP in the NBA because I really. Um, what I have observed the last few years is that really what the award is, is the most consistent player over the season. And so really it needs to be changed to the MCP, most consistent player award, I think, because generally it's the person with the best stats over the playing the most games, all that sort of stuff, which I think is important. But when you talk about value to a team, I think that's got to hold some sort of weight. Like for example, I don't think Steph Curry's the MVP, um, but, he should be certainly in that conversation of top three, top two, because the Warriors are now ninth, 29, 29 and 29. He's missed a lot of games, but he's now got them into a spot where they're actually going to probably play playoffs. Which at the start of the season, when Clay Thompson went out, I gave them no chance, zero chance mm. of playing playoffs. And I think there's got to be some value to that. And it's got to hold some weight when it comes to the MVP and how they, how they work out, how they vote for it. Because, I think they've got it all wrong at the moment. Like, I know I'm very biased to LeBron James and no, he hasn't played enough games to win it this year, but he should have won six, seven, eight MVPs by now. And the fact that he hasn't says to me that they've pro- they've got, however they're doing it isn't the right way of going about it because they're not actually giving it to the most valuable player for the season because LeBron's had many MVP seasons that haven't been awarded the MVP. Hmm. That's just my view. I, I think... They've got it wrong with how they do it. Um, I don't think Giannis should have had two of them. Um, but but is, I think Jokic I agree. would be a well-deserved person. He would be the most consistent player of the year. Is this a change in how the voting occurs, or is you're talking more about a change in mindset for everyone voting as to what their criteria should be that they're looking at when they're putting their votes in? Because are we are we getting caught up on semantics yeah. as well? Like it's most valuable player. It, I mean, you could call it the best player. Best and fairest like, of the season. It's just different language, but like, yeah. Or do you have to play a minimum of minimum of fifty five games, and you take into account their best fifty five games over the season, and you work out how their team's gone in those fifty five games, or to allow for some of these players to have some time off if they are a little bit injured and still be the best player. Like, or, how valuable LeBron is. He leaves and they've how, gone to a five hundred team. How about this, friendy? What about at the end of the season for the MVP, they bring like five or so players from each team to, to an event. They sit around a table and they go through every single game of the season with a three, two, one voted by the referees. <laughs> How good would that be? How good would that be? It'd be a long, How long would that be? <laughs> Round There'd be five. no little entertainment <laughs> in between, you know. Let's let's cross over to Bruce. He's going to interview 
Um, you know, what's his name? Yeah, and for the 82 rounds, every player introducing, this round was amazing. During (laughs) the fans got into it. Look at this crazy guy. Do you hear what I'm I'm saying in terms of LeBron? Like, they were an 80% winning team to now a 500 team, 50% winning Mm -hmm. team. Like, but the same thing could be said for any of those other players. Jokic, you take you take him out of Denver. What's that? Exactly what you're about to say. The same conversation about LeBron could be said about Jokic, Curry, Embiid. Philly was struggling without Embiid. If I mean, I think Denver can continue, even though Murray's a phenomenal player. They won't be as good, but even, they'll still be very good. Even look at the plus minus of uh, of Curry when he is for, for golden state, when he's on the court, as opposed to when he's off the court. And I think you'd mm. find like they have to roll, they roll the dice. They're very strict. You know, he plays all the first, he misses half of the second plays all the third misses the, mm. the first half of the, the fourth. And he, they stick to yeah. that. They always stick to that. So you watch totally. it. Golden state will go in with a 10 point lead at the end of three. And then yep. when Curry finally comes back on, Scores will be level again, or they'll be down by one or mm. two. Like that's what happened with Philly just the other night, but it happens all the time. Yeah, exactly. And the same thing could be said about KD as well. Like, obviously, Brooklyn have three of probably the top six players in the league, so they can cover him well. But before they had Harden, without KD, they were struggling at times. And so, it's but it's a good point um, what you make, Friendy. I think LeBron certainly has deserved more MVPs than what he has received. Uh, you know, we've talked about this in with Giannis. I think it was one of the years where Giannis won. I didn't think he deserved to win it. Um, so yeah, it's always a contentious issue. Yeah, I mean, I actually think the Finals MVP is the most prestigious individual award you can get. I think it outweighs the the season mm. MVP. Mm. Agree. Hey, Forty, just um, a side note here. Sorry to hijack. Yeah. Right? Because we know um, just in the last week at, at the Nets, LaMarcus Aldridge has had to retire because of a heart condition, which came out of nowhere, um, mm. really. It also reminded me, did I, see, did I see on Instagram that you'd played your last game of basketball? I did. I did. We... Uh... Playing for DRP, Friendy uh, plays as well for this team, and um, it's been a, a long journey. But uh, you couldn't you couldn't finish it any better. Fairy tale finish, uh, win a championship, go out on a high. That's that's just what that's what you dream about, don't you? Yeah. And uh, and uh, I know it's only sexual basketball, but um, <laughs> I uh, it was uh, it was. Uh, Exactly. It was a good way let's to add, finish. Ford, let's add some more weight to this. Yeah. We beat the team that hadn't lost in seven years. All right. Correct. And uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a bonus too, Ford. I, I actually pick up our winning medallions tomorrow well, that I can hand out to the team. Because ooh, we I was wondering about that. After the grand final due to COVID. It was most anti-climax presentation. There was no presentation. <laughs> so we win and it's like, cool. And we shake hands and then we just walked off. And I'm like... So boys, uh, let's want to go to Macca's. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, <laughs> it was such an anti-climax. It was, um, yeah. And then you look at other associations, they're handing out medals. It's ridiculous. I don't know why, uh, they didn't hand out medals. It's a little bit got the new cookie, the cookie over the top. Flurries our <laughs> dessert. Oh, Correct. Lovely. 
But um, I do want to say a shout out to Tim King. Uh, I have played with Tim for over 20 years and uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, And uh, it was good to, uh, I haven't missed a season with him and it was good to finish out with him too. So I think he's going to keep going. I think he should retire, but um, I think he's going to go again. I think, Freddie, is that right? Or has he retired? We have no idea. No, can confirm. I have not heard from him in about six weeks. So I'm assuming he's <laughs> He's going out quietly. He's going out quietly out the back door. That's it. Well, congratulations. Well, thanks for bringing that up, boss. No worries. I don't sure I would compare myself to Lamarcus Aldridge. It's a little bit <laughs> different. Do of... now have a roster spot. If you're available on Thursday nights, let us know. Look, I'll, uh, yeah, I, I, to my, my, my basketball career is on, uh, on hold at the moment as well, as I wait to uh, find out about some ankle surgery, but thank you. <laughs> and uh, maybe, you, I'm, maybe I'm very good at keeping out. a bench warm. That, that said, <laughs> that's it. I've had many, maybe years you could put experience. a shout out to our loyal listeners, uh, friendly and um, do an interview process. <laughs> yeah. Throw it out there. Who wants to be involved? I've seen that. I've seen the uniforms that you've got. Hey, uh, being on their way. They're on their way. I just need to get your sizes and your number and they're on their way. Delicious. Absolutely. But um, to continue the NBA conversation, let's just really quickly, just the rookie of the year, thinking about who is really in contention. It really is out of Lamello and it's uh, Anthony Edwards. And what are your boys' takes? Really, really quickly, who do you think should win? Uh, Tyrese Halliburton from Sacramento certainly is a bit of a dark horse has been played, but I don't think he's been at the level of the other two that we've mentioned. James Wiseman obviously has been a bit inconsistent. Um, Horse said, who do you think? Uh, it's it's Edwards all the way. Um, Lamello, it was his to lose in, like until he injured himself, but he's missed too much of the season. And Edwards has just gone from strength to strength. He is a young leader of that team. And they're finally starting to win some games as well. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's got to be the number one pick. And, he, and he's very interesting on the microphone after before and after games yeah. as well. Um, he's got he's it a all. Bit of, he's a bit of a, He's got a bit of personality, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. I'm, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there, fellas, because I, I do tend to agree with you, Horse, that Lamello was the clear winner and then he's going to miss too many games. But what's going to sell more merch for them? If you have a Rookie of the Year t-shirt with a Lamello ball in it, like, is the NBA thinking, how much money can we make off this? Let's just rig it and make Lamello ball the winner. He was going to win it anyway. We'll sell heaps of T-shirts, heaps of Rookie of the Year merch. Like, he's, he's very marketable. Like, mm. So was Zion last year. The, the issue here... I reckon and, they thought about it, but they only played about 15 games. <laughs> this is a good conversation because it's very similar to an MVP. Correct. In terms of length of time. There's never been a Rookie of the Year that's won that's played less than 60% of the season. Unfortunately, Lamella, he fits in that bracket as of Zion. I do think Jamarant was still the best player of that year. But in terms of talent, we look at Zion, he goes, mm. he's mm. a generational player. But yeah, I, I actually think Lamella should be rookie of the year. But based on that presumption that we've just said, he's not going to be. And Anthony Edwards, still a deserving winner, um, is probably going to take it out. I suppose the only thing working in Lamello's favour is they've actually changed up the voting and how it's going to be decided this year. Um, have you have you heard about that forty? 
No. Can you enlighten us? So there's only going to be one person who decides rookie of the year, and it's his name's LeVar Ball. So <laughs> I, d- <laughs> I don't know if he thinks his son's that good or not. Um, he hasn't. Never lost. <laughs> Is it going to be a one-on-one battle with maybe Jordan? And Jordan can be... Oh no, Jordan probably wants Lamella to win too. So maybe yeah. that's not. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's um, not in his best interests. Um, no, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? It will be very it interesting to see who takes it out, as well as the MVP. It'd um, be really great one year if we could just have the best players not be injured for the whole season. It, we wouldn't be doing justice to the world of sport if we uh, didn't talk about what's happening in the world game at the moment. Friendy, you were really keen to talk about this. So what's what's going on? Well, guys, lean in, <laughs> strap yourselves in, because this, I got so excited. Soccer, the world game, finally trying to take a leaf out of everyone's book and trying to make the game exciting again, because we don't have much to talk about the sport. Finally, they've given us something to talk about, and they're about to shut the whole thing down. We're talking about this new Super League. What a fantastic idea, lads. Get the 12 best teams in all of Europe together to play competition. Makes total sense. Apparently not. So what's happened overnight, and I only know very minimal details because my interest levels isn't huge. However, what I can tell you is six teams have already pulled out because they've been told that if they play in this competition, they can't play for their nation. Therefore, they can't play in the World Cup, which is what they all want to do. So apparently this thing's been, they've been trying to hash this out for the last 10 years. They finally got around to get it done and it's probably going to close and shut down overnight. Fellas, that's all I got. Horse, what, who are some of the teams that have already pulled out? And, and we're talking about the 12 best teams, right? Yeah, well, I mean, we had the, the six and I use the word powerhouse because they were, it was debatable that some of them were not the biggest powerhouses but have been traditionally the powerhouses of the Premier League um, United, City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, and Tottenham. They were all in for 48 hours and then uh, they started pulling out Chelsea first, then City, and so on and so on. Um, in terms of European powerhouses, we had Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, AC Milan, Inter Milan, and Juventus. And they've also been and gone. Uh, but it was a great 48 hours while they were going to be in. So good on them for, for, thinking about it and committing for 48 hours uh you know <clears throat> all over the world when these things were announced uh, that the teams were announced it drew great backlash from their supporters who are traditionalists who like the leagues that they play in who you know i mean i've seen pictures here of uh stanford bridge which is chelsea's home um banners going up that just say super greed and um, a man city we've got shame on you being written on the stadium like people were not happy about this it was going to be a midweek competition there's still going to be the UEFA Champions League um, going ahead and there's the top 36 teams in the world really even though it's just Europe they're the they're the best in the world so it's not like there's not going to be the chance for these teams to pit themselves against each other in a competition it's just not going to be that midweek competition that they for 48 hours thought was going to happen. This is the greatest league of all time that's lasted the shortest distance. 48 hours. Has any other competition lasted less than this? 
Funny, as you say that, oh, sorry, I just got distracted because I see, I'm seeing 40 yawning <laughs> on the Zoom sorry. chat. <laughs> sorry. He's loving this. I think we need yep. to leave it there. We have talked really, really, really long on this month in sport, <laughs> like big time. And we've got a couple of other things that are exciting that we're going to listen to after this break. So that's been this month in sport. So I said we had some exciting things and it doesn't get more exciting than this. The introduction of a whole new concept for the next couple of common man episodes. We're going to call it pilot week. It's been a few months since we last casted a common man pod. So we've decided we need to shake it up a little bit. And we had a brainstorm and thought it was such a raging success for channel 10 a couple of years ago. We're going to launch our own concept of pilot week where we're going to introduce two new potential segments and then let you guys decide which becomes a mainstay in the common man wheelhouse. It's pretty straightforward. Two new segments. So there won't be the grill this week. There won't be any cross-code combat. Two new segments. And then you guys get to decide what segment gets the go-ahead the first one I'm really excited about. Let's have a listen to this little introduction. From his early years, Nicholas was a sports fan who liked to write. Whenever there was a major sporting event, Nick would pen his thoughts on the occasion in his trusty diary. Decades later, these diaries have been uncovered and the world now gets to hear the thoughts of a young sports prodigy. This is 40's diary. How did this come yes. about? What happened? Have you found these diaries from your past? What's going on? Well, I've always uh, taken the interest in uh, iconic sports moments that I've been watching, whether it be Olympics. Uh, you know, even as a young young fellow, I'd go obviously go to football and I have my radio uh, mm -hmm. on if I couldn't go because yep. uh, often it wasn't on TV during during the day only at night and uh, I'll be there. I'd, I'd be writing down uh, what Gary Ablett senior is doing. I'll be writing down how many goals and behinds he kicks up. Yep. I was very, very into um, uh, recording those moments in history that uh, has impacted myself. Also. Yeah. Wow. So didn't, I didn't know about this until you uh, had brought this up. Uh, the other night. So you found some of those old diaries and you yes. decided that you were going to share just a little bit now and then from those diaries that you think were impactful moments in sports history. Yep. Absolutely. I'm excited. Um, would you like me to read one out for your horse and friend? Please do. No? Okay. No, I would like you to. Okay, good. Friendy doesn't care, but I... Friendy's... I do care. <laughs> <laughs> well, this entry, um, fellas, is uh, back on the 26th of July, 1996. And, and uh, let me read it uh, word for word. Dear Diary, Wowee, I can't believe my eyes. Kieran Superfish Perkins has done it again. Gold for Australia. And he wasn't even the favourite. That 1,500 metres is a long race. It takes a lot of stamina and determination. 
to help me understand this, I measured out a meter on the living room floor and then imagined what it would be like to swim 1,500 of them. It took a while. Anyway, writing his name on his milk has really paid off. You must have the strongest bones going around. I'm a lot like Kieran in that respect. I write my name on the big M's every day before I put them in the fridge. Although that's just to stop my brother from nicking them. Actually, why does Kieran write his name on his milk? They never really explain that. In the ad, is he a kleptomaniac? Does he constantly steal other people's things and write his name on them like they were actually his? If I ever get the chance to speak to him, I'll make sure to ask him. This is a day I'll never forget. One day in the future, I'm sure I'll read over this again and be like, yeah, I remember this day. Catch you soon, diary. 40. Wow. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's quite a moving. That's quite emotional. Yeah. Oh, look. You're a creep. I, I just had to mute myself there because I was... I was welling up a little bit, but so, uh, it was, what a, what a moment. What a moment. So July 96, you would have been like 14 years old? Uh, correct. Yep. I remember uh, watching that race, uh, winning from the eighth lane horse. He did. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He won from the eighth lane. He just qualified, hadn't he? Yes. And uh, everyone wrote him off and uh, iconic, iconic moment. Uh, Kieran, the Superfish Perkins, he... Uh, certainly show that he was the king <laughs> my i've got to say my favorite part was uh you measuring out the living room a meter on the living room floor yeah. and then <laughs> imagining yeah i was actually laying like. on the floor and <laughs> waving my arms and um, i'm also really surprised that my um, english was so good at knowing what kleptomaniac yeah, um, i know <laughs> i yeah you were ahead of your time i really was maybe oh uh, yeah your little klepto <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. I found I found that insightful and quite entertaining. I'm I'm hopeful we might hear a bit more from the diary of Ford in episodes to come, but it is up to the listeners to decide. And also, don't get me wrong, we've got a we've got a very strong second segment as well. Um, we do, Friendy. We're gonna have a listen. <laughs> we're gonna have a listen to your intro. I hate you. You suck. This is the end. It's time to unfriend. The unfriend button. So for our last segment today, it's called the unfriend button. Friendy, you've been scouring the socials and you are, you are finding the worst representations of sporting identities in the media this last month who are you going to unfriend what can you elaborate what's the go what are we looking forward to here yeah look uh it, i tell you what I, I take this this job very seriously from time to time and my last name is friend and I, I like to think i'm a friendly guy but there are just sometimes i come across things boys where it grinds me gears and it comes to a point where i've got to unfriend them Sometimes you just got to have a clean out and go, you know what? The journey has ended here. It's time to be unfriended. And and what what I've come across at the start of this footy season is one of the worst AFL ads I've ever seen in my time. And I'm sure <laughs> listeners and you boys have, have seen this. It's the Macca's ad. The Macca's <laughs> ad. It, it, it has people like Gil McLaughlin, Hamish McLaughlin, 
a plethora of footy players. Bruce McAvaney makes a cameo in it. But the thing it's that quality really acting. me oh. it's the one where it's like Macca, Maccas, Macca. <laughs> hey, Macca. Mac. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Campbell Brown <laughs> comes waltzing in and says, G'day, mates. How's it going? And they're like, oh, what's going on here? And then he shows my Macca's bag and they all go crazy. <laughs> We're talking about someone who was one of the toughest competitors on the footy field. Someone who gave his heart and soul for the Hawthorne Footy Club and then left for money at the Gold Coast as every champion does. He just, I'm sorry, Campbell Brown, this is not okay. This is not the Campbell Brown we know. Your dad would be so ashamed of you over there in Perth. He would not be happy about this. And Campbell Brown... You've been unfriended. Wow, oh. that's almost a that's almost a bit of friendly fire there too. At the same time, isn't it? It is. But yeah. I like I like the play on words, the unfriend button. Yeah. Hey, I do have to say, um, you sort of pointed out actually that it is very in Campbell Brown's sort of uh, mantra to just do anything for money. <laughs> well, <laughs> Like he went to the Suns. That was a successful career. That was a great move. It was, wasn't it? Would not have been happy with seeing his son doing that. I wouldn't have thought. No. But um, you know what? Who else I'd unfriend? I'd unfriend Beck from Maths. I tell you what, what a hypocrite. <laughs> well, well, for, for, I'm I can't even tell you if anything this segment, about this. If this segment continues, they could be put on the unfriended list. Okay, so uh, stay tuned for more. So there we go. First person on the unfriend list, Campbell Brown. He's been blocked. He's been unfriended. Now we throw it out to you guys. Friendy's going to hook it up on the socials. The voting is going to be there. We're going to put it up for the next week or so. We want to get as many people clicking on which of the two segments was their favorite. Both quite strong segments, guys. I've got to say. Maybe, or maybe they could even have some suggestions of people they would unfriend and maybe some suggestions of particular sporting moments they would they, like yeah because you've got they, it all covered you covered it no, all didn't they, you back in the day maybe there Basically, could be some yeah. suggestions of um of ford's diary entries yeah in 1992 mm. and... yeah for sure yeah. we're not going to go to 92 I don't no. think, or 94 i think you would have ripped those out but that's okay <laughs> hey you know what we're here again we're here at the end friendy already it's, it's a it's been a pretty massive episode, I must say myself. And absolutely. I'm throwing to you right here at the wrap up because I believe you have a legitimate update on the hats. So let's finish we, this cracking episode with some positive news. We do. I, I have uh, one of our um, not yet a sponsor, but fully promoted here in Geelong. I've thrown the name out there because we're hoping for the sponsorship for the back and forth. <laughs> but they have come through with the goods of being able to provide hats wow. at a more reasonable price than other places. So uh, we're on to something here. Excellent. I've, I've, got, I've got something else in store too, fellas. And we mentioned it before, but there's some custom TCM jerseys, which I think are going to be collector's items. They're coming our way too. Ooh. Wow. That's, that's epic. I also have to mention that I spoke to someone about the hats scenario, and um, they sort of agreed with me. I think... Hats were like really 2020. We probably need to move on to beanies now. We're getting into beanie winter mm. season. Um, sorry to throw you out there after you. Would you go a purple beanie? I'd go a purple beanie. Come on. Let's do it. 
with a TCM in the middle. 40, what do you reckon? Yeah, look, probably not purple, but um, uh, <laughs> don't mind the logo. But uh, I just think I, at, at this cracking rate, like it's only taken it just over a year for us to get any traction on the hats. Yeah. Why don't we just well, dump that? Is, Why don't we just dump yeah. that and go to beanies now? <laughs> But you know what? We'll start with beanies, and by the time we get to beanies, it'll be summer. Yeah, visors will be back in in fashion by then. However, fellas, it's actually actually not purple, I've I've discovered. When I was doing the jerseys and I was putting the colours in, it's Mm. actually grape. Grape. Mm. Oh, delicious. Yeah, well, I think grapes are purple. Yeah, I'll flow with that. Grape sounds good to me. And and boys, before we finish up too, a couple of shout-outs to some of our listeners. Yep. Come on. Fryzy. The big fella. He's had twins horse. He has. Around him. Yes. The family has expanded. Um, four kids now. Uh, family of six, like, just like that. Yep. Boom. So congratulations to the Congrats, Lucas. Mate. Very excited to hear that news. Drew from Frizy. Um, Dr. Snip has been booked in. So oh. congratulations, Frizy. Well yeah. Enjoy that. Plenty of ice. <laughs> and a couple other um, unfortunate news. Um, uh, a young up-and-coming star in our local Geelong League uh, in NBA one Josiah King has done his ACL. And uh, all our thoughts and uh, best wishes to you, mate, uh, as you're going through this um, yeah, journey of uh, going through and getting surgery and coming back and playing. But we know that uh, you're going to be uh, better for it. Come back stronger. Friendy? Absolutely. He's an absolute champion. Son of a gun. Uh, he's basically the Gary Ablett Jr. Uh, of Gary Ablett Senior, Tim King, um, <laughs> which means he's the better version. So, Joss, we, we uh, hope for a speedy recovery and you'll be back better than ever, mate. And there's another guy who's uh, probably had some opportunity too, Horse. Yes, a big shout out to uh, JT Jack Tyrrell, who has made his NBL 1 debut, uh, taking some minutes that probably uh, might have been handed to uh, to Joss. Um He's uh, also a young man with a big future. And we just want to say well done to you, mate. Very excited to hear um, where your basketball career is moving at this point in time. Now, don't forget, of course, if you're listening to us right now, please add us to your socials. We really love any feedback that you can hand us, any reviews, all of those things. And also, it wouldn't be an episode if we didn't end this by 40 throwing to you just to have a chat about the latest reality series that has really got you going. What you got, 40? Yeah, well, look, yeah, maths obviously just finished and reunion, uh, all that. I'll tell you what, there's some uh, great, interesting content. And um, I'm looking forward to uh, not watching it anymore, but also very uh, upset. Okay, Um, we're going to wrap it up here. So it's uh, been great to listen to uh, uh, 40 talking about maths. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We'll I could keep talking. Very, no, please don't. We'll catch you very shortly. There's a lot of dribbling going on here. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting, sorry, I'm getting thrown by you, horse. Are you not hearing me well? No, no, I'm hearing you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just really confused with what you're saying. <laughs>